Hey everybody, it's September 17th, 2017, and I'm back making another podcast, and this time um, I'm going to cover just some, some news stuff because it's been a busy week, and I don't know, I guess there's just a lot happening. Um, it looks like the apocalypse is, is basically happening because there's been two hurricanes lately that's destroyed uh, the American South in Texas and Florida, although hurricanes are all kind of hype to a certain degree. Um, apparently, um, the zombie apocalypse is happening in St. Louis, and, you know, that's happening. And a bomb went off in on a London train. Um, now, the London bombing, I think, was probably, because, like, nobody died, it makes me wonder, like, what if it wasn't that the terrorist bombed the train what if he just forgot his bag on the train and he was commuting to another terrorist act yeah i probably shouldn't say that but you know i don't know i just feel like that was that was pretty bad like he didn't even get anybody like some people got burned i guess which is really bad but uh you know what the what the hell i don't know it's it's really scary stuff why do terrorists do that i don't know but uh i don't know and then people are, are getting all mad about it. And then some people are like, yeah, Islam is bad. And other people are saying something else. Or I don't know. That's just terrible stuff. It's scary stuff. I don't know what to say about it, really. Um, the hurricane, like I said, is all hype. I'm not sure what to jump into. In other news, I think the most interesting thing that I saw that I feel like talking about <clears throat> is that... Um, Jamie Dimon, who is the CEO of JP Morgan, uh, called Bitcoin a fraud. Although that was just like a one-liner thing that he didn't really say it was a fraud. He just said that um, he didn't think it was worth uh, your time because, as an American at least, because they'll probably make it illegal in America as soon as it threatens any institutions. Um, which is... Actually, I agree with him 100%. Although he said he thinks it's a speculative bubble. He compared it to the tulip bubble like centuries ago um, or tulip speculative speculative bubbles that happened in, you know, the Netherlands a long, long time ago under vastly different circumstances. Um, Bitcoin is not a speculative bubble. It is not a speculative bubble. I would repeat that a thousand times. It, a bubble would be the absolutely wrong way to describe it because a bubble implies that there's some sort of collusion or cheating going on or, or something that that uh, the natural, you know, is altering the way the market would naturally work. Like, for example, there's a um, a tech, well, a, like a, a, doc, a second dot-com bubble happening um, which is fueled by, um, and just a stock market bubble in general, which is fueled by interest rates, which are be, like kept artificially low um, by the Federal Reserve. And we could debate whether or not that's good or bad. But uh, I mean, I think that's a, a fair description. But either way, back to the Bitcoin thing. Um, Bitcoin, yeah, I think he's right, though. I think a lot of people get really, really excited about Bitcoin. <clears throat> And they're right to, because it is world changing and, you know, it, it changes the game. But here's the deal. If you live in America or you live in Europe and you're speculating on this or you are an American, you are European, you know, you lived in, you live, you know, in the belly of the beast here. Um, 
and you're going to speculate in this, I think it's just important to remember that this is not for babies. Like, it's not, this is not something that is, you're going to be covered legally for. Um, yeah, I think ultimately, if you hang in there in this market long enough, um, you're going to become an enemy of the state. And I'm not kidding about that. And I think I, I really wish that people in that space would shut the fuck up about changing the world for five minutes and take that reality seriously. Like, that's that's really what you're getting into. Like, you want to make a lot of money? Then you're going to have to take some big risks. And it's not just the risk of losing the money. You could lose your freedom over this. A lot of people already have. Um, so, like I said, I mean, I would... And on that topic... Um, if you want to make a lot of money right now, um, investing, yeah, invest in Bitcoin. I personally think that the price, uh, the target price I have for it over the next two years is twenty-five to forty-five thousand um, dollars. So it's probably going to multiply by five at least. Um, so you want to put a thousand dollars in there, make five thousand, and exit. Uh, sure, good luck with that. And then when you go into H and R Block, just yeah, figure the fuck out. You know how you're gonna, how you're gonna you know, figure it the hell out. Like how are you gonna do that? I don't know. I mean, it's it's when you try to trade it back in for cash that you're going to run into some serious issues. And that's just today. And in like JB Diamond said, what Diamond said, um, it's just like, yeah, it's all funny games till someone gets hurt. It's like until until uh, something unexpected happens that the government doesn't like. And now you're you're you know, you're a criminal. Like, so I think that that has to be taken seriously. And I think that, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that, uh, I don't agree with his perspective really, but I think what he said is still important. Um, because I think he's a little bit too aloof and he does recognize though, that it would be useful in countries where the currency has been debased and screwed with to a point where it's no longer useful, maybe Argentina or Venezuela or North Korea or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like essentially he i think he thinks that there's no way it could take off globally and threaten um his business or governments in general and i think that that is a naive point of view uh i think i think in the long run um the the currency has the potential to um you know dis disintermediate a lot of the banking industry and the blockchain with uh smart contracts and stuff like that i think it calls a lot of the things that the government does into you know the question of like is it needed um because with the blockchain you can actually assert ownership without having an authority decide that um a computer algorithm decides who owns things um so I think it's it's frankly yeah I think it's stupid and naive to think that that's not going to shake things up over the next century, not just the blockchain or whatever, but the currency too. The currency too. The currency is going to be a big deal. I don't think that there's going to I think there's going to be a lot more competition, and but I think he's right that it's going to start outside of the United States. Like I said, inside of these large, uh, like when you're in the belly of the beast like this in the United States, like. You know, the, the computer nerds and, and shit like that, the libertarians are going to tell you, oh, they can't stop Bitcoin, man, because there's no Bitcoin company or whatever. Okay, fuck that. Like, they can put you in prison, and then what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, you, oh, I have the password in my head, dude. It's like, you're in prison now. Fuck you. I don't know. I mean, they can put you in jail. They can fuck you with you. They could kill you. It's like, um, 
they can effectively lower the price of it by a lot and not just the price but it's like they can make it like drugs it's like drugs are the same way it's like yeah like you could say oh you can never make drugs illegal man because people will do drugs no matter what you can't stop all drugs and that's true it's true the government can't do that and they actually recognize that and what people from the dea will tell you is what their job is is to make using drugs such a pain in the ass that you decide not to do it and so similarly bitcoin would be the same thing they're just going to make it so so much of a pain in the ass um that you have to look over your shoulder and be so paranoid to ever do anything with it that only people who are in illegal businesses and are are you know real criminals are going to are going to actually use it um or people you know like in the case of drugs who are you know totally lost in the world and um, have no other way uh, to solve their emotional problems or whatever. Maybe I'm getting too deep into that analogy. Um, just, you know, with the Bitcoin thing, yeah, I think, I think, I really think somebody needed to step in and, and say, yeah, well, this is fucking, this is subversive. It's really subversive. And like, like they want to tell you about how it's going to change the world and, and disrupt the governments and the banks. It's like these people are not, like, these people can fuck with you. Like, if they, like, how ridiculous it is just that they can make drugs illegal. Like, you know what I mean? Marijuana, it's like one of those things. Um, It's just like, uh, people are like, how are they going to make a plant illegal, man? Well, they did. And they put thousands of people in jail over it. Um, You know, it, like that, they can do that type of thing. I mean, when you have, like, a, a gang of people um, policing the streets, like, yeah, you can make shit happen. That, that seems unreasonable um, on paper. So, I, yeah, I just wanted to say that. I mean, I think it's really uh, the Bitcoin thing. Like I said, it's I think it's it's if you're if you think it won't be a big deal in the future. Like I said, I think, frankly, you're stupid. Um, but if you also think that you are going to like be an American citizen and then use this without getting into any legal hot water, you're also stupid. Um, this is going to be like if you're in this space um yeah you better don't don't do anything dumb don't be too vocal about it okay like just play your position very carefully very close to the chest don't be a champion of this stuff publicly i just don't think that that's an important thing to do and it's like that could be what uh jamie diamond is doing it's like maybe he goes home and, like i doubt this because i think you know why would he, he doesn't have any reason to uh, be invested in this but he, it's kind of like um like he said his own daughter put money into it and you know he's he was laughed at her he said oh he she invested it and she made money and now she thinks she's a genius um which sounds like really condescending or whatever but i mean there's i don't know if i'm really coming around to a point here but uh yeah i just needed to to get that off my chest because i think there's just there's no voice like that out there and like it was finally i feel like somebody had to say that and then of course you have john mcafee up there like who tries to respond to it i saw him on bloomberg or some news like business news thing respond to him and the problem with computer nerds in this in this thing is like they are basically uh, i hate to say it but they're functionally illiterate um some um software developers computer scientists are functionally illiterate and they're definitely financially illiterate they don't understand how the government works. They don't understand uh, how where money comes from, what it is, what, where value comes from, what that is. 
uh, they just have no understanding of economics whatsoever. And so John McAfee said, like responded to that responded to that claim that Bitcoin is a fraud, like Jamie Dimes said in a really stupid way. He just said, "Well, it's not a fraud because it costs a thousand. It costs my mining company a thousand dollars of electricity and other shit." Um, to create a Bitcoin and it doesn't cost anything for the government to create a dollar. So who's the fraud? It's like, well, that's, you know, that's the labor theory of value, which, uh, you know, Karl Marx talks about uh, who Karl Marx is a great, I think if a fascinating person and who had a lot to contribute to the field of sociology, if you can call that a field. Um, I don't know. I think he, he has a lot of fascinating stuff, but the labor theory of value, uh, there's a lot of easy ways to show that, 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 um, that's a complete fallacy. Um, value is subjective. Um, John McAfee. So if you're going to be on the Libertarian Party ticket, man, you need to get that shit straight. Um, yeah, economics, dude. Like, I don't know. They really need to teach that in school because, uh, yeah, I just feel like there's just a lot of like just stupidity and ignorance on both sides. It's just like functionally illiterate computer nerds versus just like arrogant, um, like business people and who are old people and they don't really like, I think they don't appropriately understand that it, it like just like how inevitable the, um, the, the rise of it is like, it will inevitably succeed in the long run. It's just like in the short run, you're going to be in a lot of legal trouble. Now I think I've talked about that enough. I'm going to try to move on to another topic here. But all I see is like the hurricane again. And I tried to figure out what was going on in St. Louis it seemed like this guy got acquitted, a police officer who shot a black person. And I mean, I can just tell you my thoughts on that right away. Is like, I don't think that rioting is right. Like I've talked about that before. Um, rioting is terrible and useless. It's totally useless. It like running around breaking buildings is useless, but it's like, I have to say, I just flat out agree um, with the anger, maybe, I mean, I'm not angry myself because uh, frankly, it doesn't affect me, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not really on team police in pretty much any situation. Um, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, a white dude who grew up in the suburbs. Like I obviously have never had any serious like problem with the police in like my life, but, um, I, I, I really hate the police. Like, I just feel like communities give way too much of their money to police departments. And these are really, I'm, I'm going to just lay it out there. I'm just, I, I don't, I'm not even sure if I should go too far with this, but, uh, I just think that despite, you know, police officers don't make a lot of money or whatever, but I just think they buy them way too much equipment there. I mean, you have small towns where, where police are riding around in black you're not allowed to tint your windows you know you're not allowed to carry firearms you know but these people are riding around they're dressed in all black they're in blacked out suvs um with their sunglasses on the suvs are loaded with weapons it's like these people are nothing but thugs um that's all i see them as and, and it's like they're, they're running around in communities where it's like there really is no actual crime like the town i live in is very small there's no actual crime um anyone who says different is just a lying stupid cunt like i mean it's just not true frankly like i read the papers i know what is going on um there's basically no violent crime whatsoever there are some um uh store armed robberies there are a couple armed robberies of businesses um uh, several times per year um, but those obviously can't be stopped by the police because they're so uh, spontaneous. Um, you know, I, I just don't think that the, the 
in 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 on Main Street in Main Street USA, in in these uh, medium sized cities, like the scale of police departments is not justified. I think the mentality that it breeds in these departments breed um, with their um, organizational management strategies and the training and all the psychological uh, bullshit that these people are subjected to. I think, um, and some of them are from the military, which is not necessarily bad, but I think, you know, you're kind of, I hate the word civilian. They call people civilians. They call people good guys and bad guys as adults. I just think the entire psychology of it, the entire, um, you know, like I said, I'm never on team police. And I feel like they probably, I mean, whoever that guy is, I mean, he was charged with murder. I think that's totally appropriate. I mean, he, I think he should be sent to prison for murder. Like that, that's, if you shoot somebody in the street and he wasn't committing a crime, I feel like you need to go to prison for murder. Like that's just, that's, to me, that's obvious. You cannot just go around shooting people. I don't give a shit who they are. Like, I don't give a shit what they look like or how suspicious they are or what kind of suspicious things they say. Um, unless somebody's threatening your life, I mean, you really, I mean, you should go to prison for murder if you kill somebody. Like, I, I just think that there really shouldn't be a lot of wiggle room on that. And so, yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, people are right to be angry about that. That's wrong. Like I said, and it's like St. Louis may be, you know, it's a pretty big city. I'm sure there's a lot of legitimate crime. A legitimate crime, what does that mean? But, you know, there's probably, you know, there are violent crimes there, I'm sure. There are murders, you know, sick, psychopathic, grisly, twisted murders that make no sense. There's gang violence, I'm sure. There's... There's a, just a domestic violence and abuse and, you know, big cities, you know, you can run the full spectrum. And then when people are crammed in there and there's the poverty and just the, you know, this, the crippling, like, uh, anguish or just, you know, the urban poverty or whatever, you know, just like, I mean, there's, like I said, it just, I think it smashes people up mentally and it makes them do sick shit. And there is a dangerous, there is, you know, it's a dangerous world, but, um. Yeah, that St. Louis thing. It's just, I have to say, like, I mean, if you if you are acquitting people like that, I mean, yeah, like if people storm the streets and they break shit, I mean, do I think that's wrong? Yeah, it's wrong for them to to break people's property and stuff. But at the same time, you know, I think the the anger and just the outrage is totally justified. It's totally justified. Um, if you kill somebody and they weren't a criminal, you need to go to prison for murder. Like that's straight up. Like I don't. I just don't think. Like I said, there should not be um, any real wiggle room on that. You do not get to take the life of another person like that. You just don't get to do it. You are not God, okay? And that person is not an animal. And I'm not saying that human. I think sometimes people play up the value of human life too much. But like, like I've just said, said repeatedly and angrily a million times. Like I really can't say it enough. Like, you do not have any authority. I don't give a shit what kind of costume you have on. You do not have the authority to kill somebody. Like, you just don't in any situation, really. Unless you're executing, you know, a criminal um, or defending yourself. And, like I said, I mean, just like... Yeah, I mean, I, I just see one after another of these, though. And it's when you see one after another that it's just like... In the beginning, I, I thought, you know... Like the Trayvon Martin thing came up and there's a lot of other ones. And that, in that case, it wasn't a police officer. But, um, you know, I just think that it's like, um, yeah, it, it's bad. And but I think people really 
I just, I think, yeah, something has to be done about that. People, Somebody should say something about that. Anyway, I think that's all I have for the podcast. Um, it's a busy week, and I'm not sure if I'm annoying my neighbors because I'm talking pretty loud and saying some crazy stuff. So um, take it easy, everybody, and have a great week. Thank you.